everybody. Welcome to Quirky, Creepy, and Freaky, a podcast where I tell you about wonky animal facts. I'm your host, Olivia, and each episode I will share with you a different weird fact about the animal kingdom. Happy Halloween, everybody! Ooh, Coco is sitting here purring with me. Do you have... <gasps> she has a meow. I hope everybody so far has had a great October and a great spooky season. And today we have our fancy Halloween special to round out the season. So if you've been on our Instagram or our Facebook page, then you've seen some adorable black cats all throughout October. But if you're not there, then you should just go join us on the social medias. So all of the sweet kitties have all led up to this moment. Today we will be talking about some of the myths, legends, and superstitions about black cats. But first, a little bit of a news update. It's more of an update than it really is news, but the podcast is going to be going on hiatus for a little bit. I was originally planning on uh, taking a break in November once the semester was ending, but uh, I've been working like two and a half jobs lately, and I just haven't had much time for the podcast And with the episodes I have lined up for you, I want to be able to have time to do the research and get a nice, well-rounded episode out for you without driving myself insane. So uh, we're going to be taking a break for, I guess, probably a couple of months. I haven't fully decided on when we'll be back yet, but rest assured, we will be back. And there may be a few changes that might happen during the hiatus. But uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Quirky Creepy, or Quirky Creepy and Freaky on Facebook, Quirky Creepy Freaky Pod on Instagram, and you'll be kept up to date on all of the fun happenings. So now into the podcast episode this week. Uh, Before we get into the myths, of course, we have to talk about the kitties themselves first. So when many people think about black cats, they're likely just thinking about American shorthair cats and really just the cats that are a cat. The cats that you go to a shelter and you pick them up and it's just like, yep, it's a cat. Uh, But there are actually 22 breeds of cat that have a black fur as part of their official breed description recognized by the Cat Fanciers Association. So Persians, Maine Coons, And even the hairless sphinx cat can all be black, but there's only one breed of cat that only comes in black, the Bombay cat. The Bombay is a relatively recent cat breed only officially recognized by the International Cat Association in 1979. Its original breeder wanted to create a cat that looked like a mini panther. So to get there, they bred a black Burmese cat and a black American shorthair cat. And after several years, they had the Bombay. And they sure do like mini panthers, so I think they were successful. While Frank was adopted in a shelter, so we don't fully know for sure, based on his look and personality, Frank's owner is pretty sure that he's a Bombay cat. So if you want to see what one may look like, you can check out our Instagram page again. So how do we get black cats? There are actually quite a few genes that control fur color in cats, so it's not really quite as simple as just having the gene for black fur. First, the gene responsible for the black color itself has three versions or three alleles. We have black, chocolate, and cinnamon. 
So black is dominant over the other two. So as long as at least one parent has the black fur gene or has the black fur allele, then most of the kittens will be black. So about, about half if you do the Punnett square out. For a full litter of black kittens, then both parents would need to be black. Now, a second gene helps to control the amount of melanin, that's the pigment responsible for the black color that's eventually produced. For full expression of the black fur, we need the dominant version of this allele as well. If you get the recessive version, then you end up with less melanin expressed and you actually just end up with a gray cat. Finally, we have a third gene that controls whether the cat will be a tabby or not, and this is the agouti gene. The striped tabby pattern is actually the dominant version of the allele, so for a solid black cat, they will need to be recessive for the agouti gene. Some black cats do have some tabby markings, so for these cats, they have at least partial expression of the dominant agouti tabby allele. So then, genetics aside, Let's get into some myth-busting and some black cat history. Black cats in a lot of places in Western cultures are considered bad luck, but this is actually not entirely universal and has not been the case throughout history. So starting out in ancient Egypt, cats in general, but particularly black cats were well <laughs> particularly black cats were well respected and were actually often even mummified. This was due to their resemblance to the Egyptian goddess Bastet, who is the goddess of the home, fertility, and protection from disease as well, which actually does have some basis in black cat biology. For whatever reason, um, having black fur and the genetics involved in that do provide the black cat with some protection from diseases, particularly the feline immunodeficiency virus. So, Bastet was often represented as having the head of a black or brown cat, so this led to black cats being regarded as good luck to have around. The Egyptians had several other cat and lion goddesses as well, so did their respective cats lead to cat goddesses, or did the cat goddesses lead to respective cats? Probably no way to know, but either way, the Egyptians really respected their cats. In many Asian cultures as well, it's considered lucky to own a black cat, and in some areas in England, a bride will have a good marriage if a black cat is given as a gift. In Scotland, uh, if you come home and a black cat is waiting for you on your doorstep, it's believed that prosperity will be coming your way. And then in France, particularly southern France, I saw black cats are sometimes considered magical. And if you treat a black cat with respect and give it food, wealth and good luck will come your way. Not only that, but if you release a black cat at an intersection of five roads, then the cat will lead you to treasure. Now, I don't know how long you'd have to be following the cat around before you happen upon something, um, but for that one to be one of the myths, I'm sure some guy at some point in time had some good luck with that. Maybe he really liked cats and the treasure was a family of cats. Who knows? Uh, you should, I guess to find out, follow a cat as it runs from a five-road intersection and find out. Um, but remember to be safe and also maybe, maybe don't do that. So while there are some good omens, we are here because of the history of bad omens and superstitions surrounding black cats that have kind of given them a bad reputation. 
In 16th century Italy, black cats really just got the same reputation as other black animals like crows and were thought to be omens of of death simply because they were black. On the other hand, though, in some areas in Italy, it was considered good luck if you witnessed a black cat sneezing. So maybe, maybe you don't die if you see it sneeze? I don't know how that's supposed to work. But um, either way, many of the superstitions and negative connotations around black cats came around due to associations with witchcraft and misfortune. There's really no clear distinction on when that started, but there are several potential origins and only one of them is very clearly documented. Starting in Celtic folklore, so this would be England, British Isles, and Ireland, they have a cat-like being called Cat Sith. Depending on the stories you read, Cat Sith can be an omen of good luck or bad luck. Cat Sith is a mythological creature that often took the form of a black cat with a white spot, and for a long time it was often believed to be a fairy, which could explain the mixed omens. Many times with stories of fairies, if you respected them, good luck will come to you, or at least nothing bad, but if you disrespect the fairies, then you get bad luck at best. The same kind of goes with Cat Sith. If you spot it and you are giving respect, then good luck and prosperity can come your way. But if not, then Cat Sith can be a bad omen. Over time, the belief shifted to Cat Sith being a witch, and with the prevalent belief among Christians back then that black cats were shape-shifting witches, that may have started to happen as Christianity took over some of the Celtic belief systems. One of the first associations with black cats and witchcraft may possibly be from Greek mythology. The goddess Hecate, or Hecate, I'm going to go with Hecate, that's how I've always pronounced it, but I'm actually not sure. Um, She was the goddess of magic, sorcery, and witchcraft, and she actually had a black cat as a pet and familiar. And a familiar is like a... um, like a witch's pet, they often thought that the familiars help out with the magic and have a particularly strong bond with the owner. The connection with black cats and witches, though, didn't really get to be a widespread thing, at least in Europe, until about the Middle Ages. So this would be about the first documented time that black cats were um, associated with witchcraft. In about uh, 1233, Pope Gregory IX declared officially that black cats were an incarnation of Satan, and therefore it follows that anyone seen with a black cat must be in league with the devil, obviously. One source I read said that since cats have a healthy disrespect of authority, they were considered an independent animal, and the church isn't a fan of that. So from there, the superstitions began to spring up, Because of the associations with evil, cats were often killed during the Middle Ages, and they were blamed for spreading the plague. However, since black cats are especially great um, nighttime hunters of rodents, killing the cats actually could have helped the plague spread. In other superstitions, a black cat crossing your path became an omen of bad luck because that cat could have been sent out on a mission by a witch, or it could be the devil in disguise, or it could be the witch themselves, as many times black cats were thought to be a shape-shifting witch, as I said earlier, or just a shape-shifting woman, and therefore they were a witch. In one story, 
there was a black cat that was injured at some point in time, so it had a limp. It entered the house of a woman who was also injured, but then the villagers saw her come out of the house with a limp, and they came to the very obvious conclusion that she was actually the cat, and the black cat transformed into a woman, and therefore she was a witch. So these beliefs about witches and black cats stuck, and was eventually brought to the Americas as the Puritan colonists came over, um, you know, around colonization time. So as we move into the witch trials that happened both in Salem and in Europe, some of the accused witches also happened to own black cats. So then people became, or people came to believe that these cats worked with the witches to help serve the devil and the black cats were often killed with the witches to help, I guess, get rid of the evil. So then from there, many of the bad omens around black cats just really hung around. Pirates believed that if a black cat came around your ship, then that ship would be doomed to sink. In North America, it's often believed that if a black cat crosses your path, then it's bad luck. And it's extra bad luck if one shows up in a funeral procession. If that happens, then another family member is going to die. In Germany, they have some mixed uh, omens about it, but if a black cat crosses your path from right to left, then it's bad luck. But if they cross from left to right, then it's good luck. So many of those superstitions kind of hung around due to the belief that the black cats were associated with witches and either were the witch or um, they were the devil himself and the witch sent to cause you or the witch sent the cat to cause you harm. So many of these superstitions obviously have had a negative impact on black cats and even today um, this has impacted their adoptability. Shelters in many places have often reported that black cats tend to take longer to adopt than other cats. Some places have attributed this to the negative associations and with the superstitions with bad luck, but other shelters have also said that some people give a really bad reason that black cats just aren't photogenic enough so they can't adopt them, which in my opinion, if you end up looking for a pet and are interested in its photogenicness, then maybe you should reconsider why you want a pet. But everyone has their reasons for getting pets, so to each their own. Um, black dogs also have this problem and often um, similar reasons as for black cats. There's the negative associations with the dog being black um, and they have their own superstitions as well. Um, however, there's a chance that this trend is turning around, at least in some places. There was a study back in 2013 that said that there's a trend of black cats, that there is indeed a trend of black cats taking longer to be adopted, but it wasn't a statistically significant finding. So what that means is that it's not a huge trend and other factors are going to be at play in whether the cat is adopted or not. That's not just based on fur color. So some of the other factors that they investigated um, included the location, like the shelter, the other breeds available at the time, and just the other animals available in the shelter. In this day and age, we all know that black cats aren't really the devil in disguise and they're not shape-shifting witches. So what should you really do if you see a black cat? I say we follow the advice of the Ambassador Animal Hospital and pick it up, give it a little snuggle, and if you can, maybe even adopt it. Thank you for listening to today's episode and I hope you all have a very happy Halloween. 
and also Thanksgiving. To keep up to date on podcast happenings and when we'll be, and when we'll be back from hiatus, give us a follow on Instagram at Quirky Creepy Freaky Pod and Facebook at Quirky Creepy and Freaky. In the meantime, you can still support the podcast by listening and sharing us with all of your friends that need to know the truth about black cats. And you can find the podcast on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, and Amazon Music just about wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also give it a rate and review on iTunes and Podbean, and that will help other people find the podcast and let them know how awesome you think we are. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you again upon our return.